Okay, so welcome to my uh, podcast. It's Living It Real with Nesmira Rao. Today on my podcast, I have a magnificent individual, a former lawyer who has left his career to focus on his lifestyle, self-improvement, and self-knowledge. Mr. Zulfakar, welcome to my podcast. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. So, um, as what I'd like to get uh, is, I'd like to actually what spikes me is, uh, what has been? Uh, could you tell us a little bit of yourself since you've been a lawyer, and uh, I mean you've just given up your career? Why? It actually intrigues me because uh, I've always seen people that are in a white collar. They never ever give up until it's retirement yeah i mean it's uh, it's one of those things where basically becoming a professional you know getting a degree becoming a professional was more societal conditioning parental conditioning um you know i did it because i thought i had to do it um because we're all pushed through this system so you know i was a typical student did well at school didn't cause any trouble was the geek nerd type um got the good grades got the degree um, and it was sometime in about university when I thought, is, is this it? Is this all there is to life? Like, you know, I've worked hard for so many years. Uh, and what's the next steps? The next steps are I'm going to have to go back to law school for the one year additional to become a lawyer. Then I'm going to have to get a training contract. Then I'm going to have to work my way up the corporate ladder, uh, qualify. And then, you know, after three years working, then you can open up your own firm, etc. And then work for the rest of my life. So um, university was when I really had that first, is this all there is to life? And Whoever I spoke to, whoever I asked, they all said, yes, this, this is it. There's nothing else. You know, you just got to go to work and you've got to make a living and whatnot. So I carried on through that whole period, um, not because I wanted to, but because I didn't know what else to do. So, you know, I did the whole thing, you know, got the law degree, got the uh, the extra legal qualification, got the training contract, become a qualified lawyer, even opened up my own law firm. But that whole period I spent, doing it be, being very miserable and unhappy and unfulfilled and unsatisfied um, and of course obviously in that period as well we had the birth of the internet age and, and the rise of social media um, and what the internet age and social media did was present more choices so you know back in the day it might not have been possible if you didn't like your career if you didn't like your job tough you just stuck with it because you know there weren't that many choices now because of the internet there are so many more choices uh, and, you know, you can fashion for yourself a lifestyle that suits you rather than sticking to a job or a career that you hate. Now, you know, I know a lot of people don't like their jobs, um, but I'm in the bracket. I think it's 13% that hate their job. Like I used to hate it with a passion, not just the job, the whole lifestyle that, you know, waking up early in the morning, sitting in traffic, doing a job that just wasn't fulfilling at all, coming home, too tired to do anything and um you know that was just the routine on repeat every week uh until a point where i just got sick of it and i thought i need to find something else um and then that's when i started to look for other things started so many online businesses um tried so many different things and the main driver was the disdain that i had for the legal career so i just didn't enjoy any aspect of it you know I, I followed the rules I did everything that I was supposed to do um, made the money 
got the cars and everything, and it just wasn't fulfilling, and that's why I left. Okay, interesting. So basically, when you started, um, what was the trouble that you faced when you came online? What was the biggest trouble that you faced? Yeah, so basically online, it's, uh, I mean, I, would just, I, wasn't, I wouldn't just say online, but in business and entrepreneurship in, in general. So um, like I said, like I was an A student geek, uh, did really well at school, even the employment side, I was the perfect employee. Um, and it's a massive difference. Obviously, school and uh, the employment system, they don't teach you to be entrepreneurs. They don't really teach you about business either. They basically groom you and teach you to be the perfect employees. Um, so, you know, so you can be the hardest workers to keep the system going. Um, so when you go through that system, uh, especially when you're good in that system, you basically get told what to do, how to do it, and then you do it, and then you get feedback. In that system, it's very difficult uh, to fail. Like, obviously, people don't always succeed, and you know, there's different forms of failures. But at the end of the day, if you do what you're told to do, you'll get feedback, and and you'll succeed in that system. Um, and that feedback loop that continues in the employment world as well. You get trained, you get told what to do, you've got your specific job requirements, you do it, and then you'll get feedback. If you do it wrong, they'll tell you how to uh, do it right. Um, now, when you do that for 15 20 25 years of your life it becomes ingrained in you it becomes conditioned into you so when you start a business on entrepreneurship the first thing you're going to realize is there's nobody telling you what to do anymore there's nobody telling you how to do it uh, and then when you do something there's nobody giving you feedback so it's kind of like you know having crutches for like the first 30 years of your life and all of a sudden those crutches have now gone and you're second guessing everything you're doubting everything you're you're, you're constantly uh, coming, with, uh, coming across failures, which in that previous 30 years, failure was unknown to me, you know, um, because I did so well with the grades and stuff like I very rarely, f- uh, I mean, obviously I had times of disappointment and stuff, but none of it could ever be regarded as a failure. Whereas when you start in business, all you're doing is failing until you find your way. So, you know, there were so many difficulties, but it's making that transition from being the smartest person in the room to being the dumbest person and not knowing what you're doing. Um, that for me was probably the biggest challenge and hurdle. Okay. And how have you transitioned? What, how have you overcome these, uh, you know, uh, these failures, these small hurdles? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's no short answer to this. It's, it's basically just, just doing it anyway. So, um, you know, self-improvement, personal development, that's the biggest thing. So even in that whole period that I described to you there, the three things that I was really lacking was self-esteem, uh, confidence, and, and, and with that communication skills, I used to be a very quiet, shy person. I had a real fear of public speaking, not just public speaking, but fear of speaking in general. So even with families and friends, like I wouldn't speak much. Um, unless unless I got really comfortable with someone and, and then there was only specific people that I was really free with um, and you know I have social anxiety so like I used to really panic when it came to speaking so um, you know that was another big crutch for me because when you start a business you know you're not going to be successful if you're afraid to speak to people like it's, it's just not going to happen because business is all about uh, building relationships with people um, and, and obviously you know expressing yourself so business and entrepreneurship is more personal development and self-improvement uh, 
than it is, you know, business transactional uh, kind of thing. So um, the typical thing, you know, going on courses, learning from other people, obviously with the internet now, you know, you can basically learn anything you want, you know, with just Google and YouTube, you can learn any skill you want, you can learn about anything. Um, and then on top of that, you've got so many courses now. So um, I, I did all of that. So, you know, spent a lot of time on YouTube, Google, in coaching programs, learning from people. Um, but despite all of that, right, it, it doesn't matter how much learning you do or how much coaching you take. At the end of the, end of the day, if you don't take action, you're not going to succeed. So there's been this massive, you know, I'd say about five, six years of trying different things. Um, and, you know, most of those things, in fact, all of them, nearly all of them weren't successful in terms of any monetary return or building a substantial business. But what they all did was bit by bit, build up my experience, my skill stack. Uh, and most importantly, the things that I worked on the most was self-esteem, confidence, and communication skills so you know this podcast that i'm doing right now this wouldn't have been possible a few years ago i started my own podcast before that i started making videos online um so it's basically just doing things firstly knowing what you're good at and knowing what you're not good at so i knew i was good at writing i knew that i was terrible at speaking so i focused on my weaknesses i focused on this inability to speak the, the fear of speaking um and just you know day by day on you know week by week whatever it, whatever it was just staying on this path of personal development and self-improvement uh, stacking the experiences and the skills and trying different things so you know a lot of people are afraid to try things um, and you know if I'm a lawyer who's built up a, a, a qualification and a career got the status even at my own law firm if I'm willing to give that up and try marketing on Instagram dropshipping all of these other things and there's literally no excuse for anybody else to not try um, because the biggest excuses are, and I can speak from experience here, are ego, you know, what will people think? How can you go from being a lawyer to selling things on Instagram, et cetera, et cetera. Those are all to do with self-esteem as well. So the more you build your self-esteem, um, the easier it is going to be for you to try things and not get deterred by what people think or might think. Uh, and ultimately, you just need to know why you're doing what you're doing. Um, and for me, like I said, you know, it was the awful experience of the corporate career and the focus on trying to live the lifestyle that I want to live. Um, that was the main driving factor. Okay, so uh, I know you're a family man and it, I always see, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs, they either they put they have spent too much time with their family or they spending too much time without their family. So can you tell me how do you uh, manage your, you know, being a, a podcaster and a YouTuber, you know, and how do you manage your family as well? Yeah, so, you know, I, I often say that basically I left corporate nine to five prison only to find myself trapped in entrepreneurship penitentiary. So what that basically means, you know, these is everybody talks about the nine to five being a slave job and, you know, being in prison, having a boss, it's awful, this and that and the other. And, you know, I felt that and I fell for it as well, because the alternative given to you is start your own business, become an entrepreneur, and you'll have more freedom and this and that and the other. So I tried that as well. But what I found was, it's even worse, because you might not have one boss anymore. But instead, you've got many different bosses. They're called clients. And clients can be more demanding than one bosses. 
uh, and you know, and I found that all of a sudden, I'm spending so much more time working on the business and, and trying to grow the business and whatever I'm doing uh, than I was before the nine to five. Even with the nine to five, although I was miserable, when five o'clock hit, the computer was switched off and I was free for the rest of the evenings, free in the weekends, or I might be miserable on, on you know the Sunday blues and whatnot. But you know, when five o'clock hit, you could switch off. With business and entrepreneurship, it's a different ball game altogether. You can't really switch off. You can't really switch off because, you know, you, now you're responsible for everything in your job. You might be responsible for certain roles, but in business, you're responsible for everything. So, um, you know, I, I kind of think both. You know, the the marketing for the nine to five corporate career doesn't work. I mean, that, that that lifestyle doesn't work for so many people. But the alternative provided is just as bad. You know, you know become a business um, and an entrepreneur and doing this and that and the other, that is still hard work, uh, especially when they're marketing it are people who are fed up and who want to spend less time working and more time doing other things. Um, so basically, I went through that struggle again with, with the business. This is why I've tried so many different things because um, my focus now has shifted. Before, it was the career first and then trying to fit in the things that I wanted to do second. And then, then after that, it was business first and then trying to fit in all of those other things but the shift that i've made now is the things that i want to do take precedent and then it's finding a an income stream that can complement that lifestyle so family being one of the key things on 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 my list now of what i want to do um that takes precedent and do the things that take precedent is going to the gym praying and spirituality uh etc and stuff like that so the good thing is because of the internet um, and because of technology and because of all the, all these other things, you can find a business model that works for you rather than trying to, you know, go down the normal route road or, or trying to build a big business. You know, you just have to find what works for you and then try and make it fit with your lifestyle. So for me, it was this online thing basically with with the the, the YouTube channel and the podcast, um, and because of the personal transformation transformation that i went through i'm now in a position to help other people do the same so i have a lot more flexibility now with the business which then allows me to basically uh have time to do those other things so i have a strict routine so it's, it's not like i'm not working hard i'm working harder now than i am before it's just that i'm now working hard to make sure i fit in family time fit in the gym fit in religion and spirituality and fit in time to work so um i have my own you know um crm is called Airtable. there i've got my tasks and to-do lists or you know and, and the way i organize it there's there's deep work there's daily tasks and, and stuff like that and then my Google Calendar, that has been the game changer for me. So my Google Calendar, uh, I've got it set up in blocks, uh, two-hour blocks for deep work, one-hour block for you know general tasks and stuff. Um, and then basically when I sit down in those blocks, I have to get that work done that needs to be done uh, without distraction. And as long as I remain disciplined, then afterwards I've got time to spend with my family and do all those other things. Okay, that's interesting. So you would advise anyone who is coming onto this, uh, you know, uh, one who wants to be an entrepreneur or uh, a podcaster, YouTuber, to basically balance the family life, the personal life, and the work life. It depends on on the individual. So you know, one of my things is the first thing that you need to do. 
for anything is undo the conditioning and programming. So we've all been conditioned and programmed since birth. The first conditioning and programming was go to school, get a job, build your corporate career and, and stay that way. The other conditioning now is, no, that doesn't work. Start your own business, become an entrepreneur, yada, yada, yada. But that's just a different form of conditioning. So the first thing you need to do is undo all of that conditioning, get rid of all expectations and, and, and pre, uh, you know, preconceived notions um, and start from blank. So once you undo the conditioning, that's a process that's going to take for some people years and years. It's taken me years and I'm still going through that process. But being aware of it, obviously, is the first step. Um, and then it's to do this self-assessment where you really need to figure out exactly what type of life you want to live, why you want to do the things you want to do, and, and what's important to you. Not based on what other people might think, not based on society, but what works for you. So um, you need to figure out for yourself first, what kind of life do you want to live? How many hours are you willing to dedicate towards work? Uh, what other things are you, you know, willing to do? And then can you find a business model which allows you to fit all of those things in? Most people don't know what they want to do. Uh, and, and that's just a sad reality. And that's because most people don't take the time to sit and think. And, and they've got too much junk in their head, you know, the, the condition from previously. And then they're seeing all of these things online and they start something and then they see something else and they start that. Um, and, and, you know, it can get confusing. So the first step is to get clarity. What is important to you? What do you want to spend time doing every single day? And then can you find a business model flexible enough to fit all of that in? Now, some people okay. obviously don't, don't have family. So, you know, they might not want family time. So they're happy to spend 16, 20 hours a day working in a business. Uh, but for me, I'm not prepared to spend that many hours. Now, the uh, the trade-off is, you know, I'm, I might not become a super millionaire, which, which is fine. I don't need to become a millionaire anymore. Like at one point, that was my desire. But when I found out the time it takes and the effort it takes, like, and, and uh, the fact that I had to sacrifice health, family life and spirituality, that's not a sacrifice I'm not I'm willing to make anymore. Now, obviously, other people have got different views and, and they say, you know, sacrifice all of these things to become a millionaire uh, and then you can do the things you want. Each their own. But at the end of the day, you need to be clear with yourself and, and the life that you want to live and what's important to you, not what's important in society or you think is important in society and will increase your status in front of others. Right. Okay. So, um, basically, from uh, you have uh, you have also um, you know, uh, mentioned uh, in before that spirituality and faith. How have uh, you know uh, you changing your your career, changing your lifestyle, brought you closer to your um, faith? Yeah, I think of yeah, something that's always been important. Um, but with the the way that we're brought up now, um, obviously it's difficult to do all of those things. Like you know, um, so with the the nine to five career, like I said, you know, you spend so much time in the office and with the commute. It's not a nine to five, you know. It's you start at seven o'clock in the morning and you might finish at six or seven o'clock in the evening. It's it's not simply a nine to five job. And then by the time you finish, you're just too drained to do anything. Um, so as with anything, you know, if you don't practice, you know, you're not going to get closer to it or 
you know build upon it so by not having the time to spend as as i wanted with religion and spirituality I, I obviously i wasn't developing it any, any further um but now with the flexibility because i can spend more time you know reading the five daily prayers but on top of that reading the books and you know even the religious lectures and, and on youtube and stuff you know by spending more time with it obviously naturally you're going to get closer to you know not just your faith but whatever it is that you spend more time doing um and ultimately as as a muslim the most important thing in in life is is god um but it's one thing saying that and, and the first 30 years of my life was spent saying that yeah it's a completely different thing actually practicing it and and, and proving it with actions and, and deeds um so yeah that was one of the biggest driving forces like you know if building a career if building a massive business means sacrificing religion and spirituality then i'm not prepared to do it um so those things take priority and and then from then find something that fits into maintain this lifestyle uh, but yeah praying more spending more time in contemplation that's what's increased uh my faith okay and um so i think um you basically say you've got more flexibility now right um would you ad- advise anyone coming out of let's say um you know just finishing school or graduating what would be your advice to them um because uh, now we've noticed that everyone actually i've noticed everyone and every anyone when you ask them what are you doing they either want to be a freelancer or they want to be you know an entrepreneur but uh, but obviously they there's so many other struggles that go with it yeah i mean it comes out to obviously again the in- individual why are you doing what you want to do um you know what, what's important to you why do you want to do it what kind of lifestyle do you want to live um and then you know like i said these days it's fashionable to become an entrepreneur but are you prepared to put in the time the energy and effort for it you know if you think you can spend a few hours working and then everything's gonna be great it doesn't work like that especially when you're young and you haven't got the experience like you know people trash the corporate world but I gained so many experiences and skills from the corporate world. Like, you know, I'm, I'm able to use those skills now in the entrepreneurship journey, even though the transition was difficult. Um, so, you know, advice, I'd say, look, firstly, don't pressure yourself. You're still at a very young age when you use, you know, leaving university and college and, and whatnot. This idea that you need to have everything figured out, it's, it's, it's rubbish. Like, you know, if you're just coming out of university, you know, you're probably about the age of 20 to 21, I'd say, up until the age of 30, you should be testing and trying different things until you find something that works for you, something you enjoy, something that brings value to other people, and obviously something that you can make money from. Um, But if you want quick results, if you want instant success, that's not going to happen. Very, 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 very rarely does it happen. Um, And for the most part, people chasing this are going to fail. So um use this time to experiment don't feel pressure that you have to get it right you don't use this time to experiment with things try different things find out what you like find out what you don't like stack skills that's the most important thing you know it doesn't matter who you are it doesn't matter what labels you've got if you don't have skills you've got nothing to offer people to help them you're not going to be successful so stack skills 
And, and the three most important things I would say to build is self-esteem, confidence, and communication skills. Because with these three things, you can make it in any career, you can make it in any business, and not just for business-wise, but even in personal relationships. With these three things, you will go far in life. Without these three things, you're going to struggle to get very far. Okay. So uh, lastly, I'd like to say is um, you help people basically build their self-esteem, confidence, and communication skills by starting a podcast. Yeah. And um, how has it, uh, you know... Um, how has your journey or how has it been, you know, uh, inspiring people, helping yes. people? So, as you know, this, this is something I've only started doing recently. Um, so, you know, basically, I want to help people make the transition that I made. So I know how it feels to have a fear of speaking. I know how it feels to have low self-esteem and low confidence and, you know, not be very good at communication. And I know how it feels to try to build a lifestyle for yourself, to try to build a business without having these things the answer is you can't you can't build a business without these three things um and you know people that are into night uh, that are in nine to fives they want to start businesses but they they find that transition difficult and the reason they find that transition difficult is because they generally are lacking these three things they don't have the self-esteem the self-belief they don't have the confidence and their communication skills are are limited um and it doesn't matter which business model you you start without these three things you will struggle and, and you know to give you an example like you know when i first one of the first business models that i chose was was copywriting and, and the only reason i chose copywriting wasn't just because i was a good writer it was because i thought well i won't need to speak to anyone <laughs> and that just isn't the case because when you're in business you have to win business you have to get clients and in order to win business and get clients, you're going to have to speak to clients. So, you know, this idea that, you know, I'm not going to have to speak to anyone and I'll make money from writing. It sounds good in theory, but in practice, the writing was probably 10, 20% of the business. The majority of the business is building relationships, getting yourself out there, getting people to know who you are, getting on the phone to clients, having conversations, and then trying to close them. Um, so without self-esteem, without confidence, without communication skills, you will struggle with every business model. Um, but if you have these three things, there is not a business model out there. And even in personal uh, capacity, there's nothing that you can't accomplish um, if you've got these three things. And, you know, so far I've been working with a few people and yeah, the response, response has been good. Um, and, you know, it'll be good to see where they go, but um, it's one of those skills where, once you overcome it, so many doors will open up for you. And this is why I've chosen this model because out of all of the experiences, out of all the business models, I sincerely believe that the best way to build these three things is by starting a podcast. Because if you've got the fear of speaking, the last thing you're thinking about doing is, is starting a podcast where you're putting yourself out there and speaking to people and you know, just speaking to yourself on, on camera for, for the public to see. That's a very daunting and scary experience but the personal development and self-improvement journey that you will go on by starting a podcast will be phenomenal. But then as a result of that, you know, you're not just going to be building self-esteem, confidence and communication skills just by interacting with people like this, like we are now. You're then going to have the platform to build a business, to build relationships, to, you know, find yourself business partners, to find yourself clients. Like, you know, 
my second podcast episode, I, I spoke to somebody called David um, a year later. He approached me and said, you know, do you want to be my business partner? I was, yeah, sure, fine. Um, so that would never have happened if I didn't overcome this fear of speaking and, and didn't start my podcast. So, you know, when you're coming out of the corporate world or a job uh, or from university, you might not be uh, aware of what you want to do or how you want to start or whatnot. Then a podcast is a great way to learn because you can learn from other people that you bring on the show and you can build relationships to then possibly collaborate with people whilst building a brand online uh, and building a following which will then obviously be worth something in in the future if you stick with it and are consistent okay great okay so coming to the end of our podcast uh i would like to say thank you so much you're welcome uh, for giving me your time and thank you so much for telling us your story and I'm sure it has, uh, it will inspire many others. Thank you. And uh, yeah. So if anyone who would like to get in touch or would like to, you know, start a podcast, I personally will uh, will recommend Zofakar. He Thank is you. a gem person and he's been very helpful to me myself. Appreciate that. Thank you. Okay.